right. So defense, you know, look, to me, they had a light day. let's be honest here Tim. this broncos offense is is disgustingly bad and the sad thing is is that i don't know why they have guys the tight end doolich i mean he had a nice little day he had a day you know uh latavius murray played with the ravens last year was getting some push and and getting some yardage at times um jerry judy guys like court Cortland Sutton. They got guys like, you know, Jerry Judy. Of course, of course, today, Jerry Judy catches the ball a little bit more than he has all year because that's how the Ravens luck go. But it really, <laughs> you know, I, I never felt threatened by that offense. Not one time. And it's funny because my co-host, um, Glenn Clark of Baltimore uh, post game uncensored when the Ravens scored he's like it's too much time on the clock it was like 28 seconds or something like that and I was like Lynn please like this <laughs> now you know they did end up moving the ball mainly you know Russell Wilson had that huge run um right before they tried to get into you know right to, to put them kind of sort of in field goal range um but, but yeah I, I'm sorry they they didn't scare me not one bit that team cannot score if their life depended on it no it's a pretty abysmal offense I mean and that ended up you know playing out to fruition in this game it was disappointing on the first drive that was their best drive of the game it to was. be honest yep. they were matriculating the ball down the field and then Nathaniel Hackett did a Nathaniel Hackett where he you know did a draw on third and five <laughs> and pretty much just settled for that 52 yard field goal but they hit a couple shots. I'll give credit. I, I, I thought Russ at least was okay today. Um, you know, Jerry Judy had that 40-yarder. You mentioned uh, their tight end who had a decent um, game there. Latavius Murray, to your point, early he was good, but Ravens rush defense, man. I mean, that's for real. Like, yeah, they, eventually, they, they, ran eventually the ball. they tightened up. Yeah, they ran the ball 28 times for 88 yards, just 3.1 yards per carry. I felt like the linebackers, I mean, Roquan Smith was all over the field today. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Queen, I thought, was having a very good day as well before he went down with the injury. But sounds like they really dodged a bullet there, Rita. Um, you always fear the worst when the cart comes out. You're like, yeah, Jesus, yeah. You know? But when it ended up being a, a deep thigh bruise, um, definitely a good sign there. As I was leaving the locker room, today um saw queen at his locker just kind of sitting down it wasn't anything iced or anything so i i definitely took that as a good sign but uh, the defense they did what they needed to do i mean they, they were dominant and they had to keep the ravens in this football game it didn't force a turnover for the first time but when you're minus two in the turnover ratio and you still don't give up a touchdown, I don't care who you're playing. That's that's impressive. Absolutely. And it's crazy because, you know, yet another game that Marlon Humphrey has not given up a touchdown. I think yeah. that that's super impressive. Oh um, you know, because we hear conversations about cornerbacks, you know, and, and Marlon, does for whatever reason, doesn't come up in these conversations. Yes, I think he did give up. I think that one – um, there was a, a pass to Judy that he kind of might have been the forty yarder. Yeah. It might have been the forty yarder that he gave yeah. up on. Look, and, and, and so it happens, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, you know, you're you're not always going to be, um, you know, dominant. But you know, Marlon was everywhere too. He was making tackles out there. So, you know, 
And Go I'm glad I'm glad you said that because Marlon, look, and rightfully so, he had a very bad year last year. And yeah. you know, the low point of his career was against the Bengals and he was seeing a lot of Jamar Chase's back of his jersey because he was chasing him around MT yeah. But the Ravens needed him to play up to his pedigree, up to his pay grade. Let's be honest. And he's had a hell of a year. He's been awesome for them. He's going to, should be in the Pro Bowl. Um, And look, we've been banging on Marcus Peters. I I feel like Peters had a pretty solid day today. I mean, he wasn't wasn't giving up anything too too hideous today. No. And, And look, I mean, for what has been this year, I think, that's definitely a positive. Uh, you know, I had a couple nice tackles. I can think of one pass in particular that he gave up, but I, you didn't hear a lot about Marcus Peters today, right. which, which is a good thing, which is a very good thing. And, yeah. um, you know, Kyle Hamilton came back. He kind of bounced in and out with a uh, injury as well, but no, I mean, all in all, you give up less than 200 yards uh, passing and, and, you know, their ground game did nothing either. Either You gave up nine points. I mean, I get it. You're playing a terrible Broncos offense, but I think it's also <laughs> worth mentioning this, where it's kind of one of those games for some fans where it's like they have a great game and it's like, oh, well, that was what they're supposed to do. But then if they're bad, it's like, oh, man, well, the Broncos offense is terrible and you got beat. You're in like a no-win situation. Right, right? that's true. <laughs> That's true. That's a valid point. But you know, yeah. look, they started, they started, um, you know, uh, getting pressure to Russell Wilson, and you know, like you said, they eventually started tightening up their run defense. Um, and so th- that's the one, you know, good thing is that you know this was a good rebound week. I mean, it yeah. helps when that when you're the offense that you're playing against isn't that great. You know, it's a, it's a great rebound week when when you're playing against one of the worst offenses in the NFL. And again, it, it's perplexing because I don't even understand why they're one of the worst ones. But you know, here it is. They it's just hasn't panned out for them um, in terms of the Russell Wilson trade. But you'll take it, right? Especially after the way that you lost last week. Um, you you need a game like that to maybe give you a little bit of confidence in yourself that you know you're able to to make some finishes um so yeah I felt like the defense did what they were supposed to do I mean you know I, I expected them to keep the Broncos out of the end zone that's what they did and um you know keeping them to nine points is 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 impressive I mean I don't care how bad the 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 Broncos offense is still keeping them you know under 10 points is very impressive no absolutely and and I think you know, we were talking about this on the post game show today. Where is this defense going to get to a point where it can carry this offense week in and week out? I don't know, but they're winning in different ways in two of these last three weeks. Talking about the Panthers and the Broncos game, than they had won all season. They they hadn't won any of these real slugfest games until two of these last three weeks. So. You're winning in different ways. I mean, sometimes the offense is carrying them. Sometimes the defense has to carry them, like in these last couple wins. But, I mean, maybe against these offensively challenged teams, like maybe you can get away with it against the Steelers, you know, upcoming. But I still, You hope. You hope. And that, that's said this Thursday, too, against the – now the Steelers have won two straight. 
Yeah. And we know how this rivalry uh, can really be. Where would it shock me if they split? No. But my point is, at some point, this offense is going to have to play complementary football with this defense and come to the party because when you're playing the elite of the elite, you saw Cincinnati and yep. they were able to win a low scoring game against Cincinnati at M&T. I don't know if you're going to get that luxury a second, second time against them in week 18. Um, so the offense is going to have to get it going, but the defense talking to Tyus afterwards, Tyus Bowser at, they are, starting outside of that fourth quarter against Jacksonville. I mean, they are starting to really string together some strong performances and each game with Roquan Smith playing in it. This was probably his best game for me Yeah. Um, as a Raven thus far. I, I still believe this defense is going to get better down the stretch. Marcus Williams, maybe he's in play for this week. This will be his third week practicing. Um, so he's going to have to get activated one way or another, but there's reinforcements. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned the old, you know, his offense has to start stepping up and complement this defense. <laughs> Eight weeks ago, we were having a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny how the tables have turned. It would be really nice if everybody could have a complete effort here For sure. um, and try to string along some wins at the end of the season because the Bengals are not making it easy for you. Uh, you know, even beating the teams that are, that people pose to be a problem for them down the stretch. So, yeah, the, you, hopefully the Ravens offense will find a way to complement this defense who really is playing, you know, um, much better uh, as of late. And uh, we'll, we'll find that out uh, next week against Pittsburgh if they'll continue to trend because the Steelers have been scoring a little bit more points um, yeah. the last couple of weeks. So it should be interesting to see that. 